0: got an email today. This morning I woke up and somebody talking about their inventory and it's like you're dead. I don't want to say this to you, but you're dead. You've lost Q4 already without even starting because you never July July we should be planning and going back to our manufacturers, especially in China. Mm-hmm. Hey everyone, it's Norm Ferrar, a.k.a. The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing how Amazon sellers can master Q4 with AI. We're going to be discussing the ways you should be preparing for Q4 this year, the best ways to increase your sales, and what our guest is doing to implement AI into their Amazon business. Okay, everybody, welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. What the heck was that? All right, that's different. Today, today we're going to be discussing how uh, Amazon sellers can master Q4 with AI. Our guest is a seven-figure Amazon seller and the CEO of amazing at-home e-commerce consulting. Not only is she a wealth of knowledge in the product development, sourcing, marketing, and sales department, but she's also co-founded a multi-category, the only multi-category trade show in Latin America called EvilLatam.com, or that's the website at least. Anyway... She coaches entrepreneurs around the globe and through, uh, through virtual coasting and hosts in-person events. And you've seen her everywhere. She speaks everywhere. And really no need for an introduction, although she's awesome. That's what I can say. She's a good friend. And we're going to be talking to Amy Weiss. But before we get to Amy, let's uh, have a word from our sponsor. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by VAA Philippines. Looking for a high-quality virtual assistant for your business? With the rigorous screening, intensive Amazon and Walmart training, and ongoing professional development, get the peace of mind with skill and motivated virtual assistants for a long-term working relationship. Hire through VAA today, and now let's get back to the show. Let's see, where is Amy? Hello.
1: Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. You it's, know, I feel like I keep just missing you. I usually see you all the time traveling around. And yeah. I, I feel like we're, you know, we're like ships passing in the night. In the
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true. There's just times like, uh, you know, what's happening right now because there's so many events. Yeah, there's so many. So, you know, right now I was supposed to, I was supposed to be at an event, you were too. And it was canceled, like last Friday, and we were supposed to start it on Monday. And so uh, uh, my buddy, who was supposed to be speaking there, just said, Hey, you want to go to Austin, there's an event there. And okay. And I guess you're over at uh, Accelerate.
1: I am not. No, I'm home right now. So my daughter's 14th birthday is this week. And I played that, baby, I really want to go. Amazon is putting on a conference. I've never been to an Amazon put on conference before. Do I have your permission? We're celebrating your birthday this weekend. Can I go? you know, and so I played that card already. I can't play that card again. <laughs> and this is her golden birthday because her birthday is September 14th. So this That's is her golden awesome. birthday. I really can't play that card right now, nor do I want to. Right. So um, <laughs> I'm, I'm letting, you know, all of my friends at Amazon Accelerate, they're taking notes. It's awesome. You know, I'm an Amazon service provider network. Um, a partner of Amazon for that. So, uh, you know, it's, it's been wonderful being, being a part of, you know, being an insider with Amazon. Um, but, uh, but this one, I, I had to sit out.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, there's going to be others and there's never going to be another 14th birthday.
1: That's right.
0: So that's, that's great. Uh, I'm just curious before we get into the topic today, uh, Is this your daughter that went to India with you just recently?
1: Yes. Yes. Wow. Extra special. Mm
0: -hmm. There we go. So, okay. Well, let's get into this thing called AI. So many people, you know, talking about it. It's such a broad term. It's been around forever. But uh, let's just get into uh, preparing for Q4. And I don't even know if I want to start on AI. Let's just (laughs) talk about how should sellers be preparing for Q4?
1: You know, I think AI. Of course, it, when Kelsey mentioned we were talking about AI today, I said, "Oh, really? You want me to talk about AI?" Oh, Do you know anything about AI? I, I don't. I don't think I'd like to talk about AI. It's not really my thing. You know, I haven't. I haven't been speaking about it at all lately. <laughs> I prefer to skip it if possible. Just kidding. Uh, You guys, if you know anything about me, you know that I love AI and I'm always posting about it. And, you know, it's wonderful. It makes, the great thing about AI is it makes everything easier and better, right? So so I love that we're talking about Q4 prep. Uh, I think Q4 prep is so important and we should talk about the the fundamentals of how do we prepare for Q4 and what kind of things should we be thinking about. Um, But then also, we can talk about how can we use AI in some of these ways to just enhance that and make it much easier than it was for us in previous mm-hmm. Q4s, right? Um, man, AI is moving so fast. It's it's happening so fast that it wasn't really here. It, it was here last Q4, but it wasn't like it is now, right? So yeah, uh, prep for Q4. So, you know, Every year I host a Q4 Mastery Summit. And of course, Norm and Kelsey are speaking this year at our upcoming uh, Q4 Mastery Summit. And the reason that I do these Q4 Summits is because, you know, most of our conferences and stuff, we talk about advertising. We talk about listing optimization. We talk about inventory management. We talk about hacks, you know all the things we talk about influencers, um, you know, all, all that stuff, external traffic. But when it comes to Q4, we need to be preparing specifically for Q4. So we need to be looking at for listing optimization. We need to be thinking about, okay, well, what are my niche of customers expecting to see on my listing During Q4, during the holiday shopping season, is there something that I need to change? Are there new keywords that I need to start ranking for now? Um, Are there images that I should switch out that would more uh, connect with my customers? Are there some tiered promotions that I want to set up where I'm cross-selling different products and, you know, really adding value stacks for my customers So the reason we do these Q4 mastery summits is so that every single area that we cover in every other summit, every single one of those areas can be covered specifically for Q4. So we talked about listing optimization. What about inventory management?
0: Q4 inventory That's a big one, Amy. I just got a, a I just got an email today. This morning I woke up and somebody talking about their inventory, and it's like, you're dead. I don't want to say this to you, but you're dead. You've lost Q4 already without even mm-hmm. starting because you never July, July, we should be planning and going back to our manufacturers, especially in China. But I, I sorry to interrupt, but it just no. happened this morning and it's, I can tell you from experience, like Affalabi, you know, yes. My he'll always say my favorite expression is a leopard never changes their spots. And it's the same people every year that I'll hear this happen to because they wait to the last minute and oh I, you know, the sales aren't that great right now, or it's it's the it's plateaued. And then October hits. <laughs> and you're doing like 80% of your sales October for some brands, and they just run out of inventory and you're done.
1: Yeah, and we have to plan for that because Amazon keeps making changes too, right? So now we have this new Amazon warehouse where you can bid for extra storage space and like you get a refund if you sell through. And, you know, there's all we actually ran the numbers. We thought, oh, well, this seems, seems okay. We were looking at getting out of our own warehouse and we ran the numbers, and man, the fees are hidden. (laughs) And I'm not saying it's bad to go with, you know, Amazon warehouse, if that works for you, but I'm saying, guys, we need to think about it. We really need to be thinking about what are our options? What has changed since last Q4? And if you're going to be running stack promotion stuff like that, which we'll talk about too, we're going to talk about advertising, all the things that we need to be preparing for, um, we need to also prepare for that inventory to be there, and if we're limited now to what we can send to Amazon, and like we have been in previous years, but now they have different rules, right? Um, it, we really need to be thinking about this, running our numbers ahead of time, working with our suppliers, just you know, getting things ready, uh, because this is going to. We always say this: it's going to be the biggest Q4 yet going to be the biggest Q4 yet guys. It's just, it's the writing's on the wall, you know, like people think, oh, well the economy, there's a recession. It's a correction. It's not a recession. It's a correction. And we, if we look at history, um, we can see that, you know, we're that these corrections happen every once in a while, um, in, in the financial market. So that's fine. We're going to recover from this correction and things are going to pick up again and you know we need to be we need to be thinking about that and be prepared for that for sure.
0: You know, I uh, we always talk about this, but perceive value. And I'm a big person on perception. And what we've seen with one of the products is a high end dog bed, way more expensive, three times more expensive than the regular dog bed, the average dog bed on Amazon. People with money, especially in the pet side, people with money. always have money Mm -hmm. like if they get for something for some reason something happens well there'll be a whole bunch of other people with money and that top end it just never dips Mm -hmm. but you have to have the perceived value to get there
1: and Fido's getting his dog bed for sure
0: Absolutely. <laughs> and Dallas.
1: It, it doesn't, yeah, and Dallas. It doesn't matter if um if you, when it comes to people's pets, it doesn't matter if they don't have a bed, but their their pet will have a bed, you know. So I think all of us pet uh pet sellers, uh product sellers have noticed that, you know, I'm in the cat market and it's the same thing like My sales don't tend to dip. They just kind of stay steady and they've grown over the years, which I'm very grateful for. But yeah, so we, we just, we need to think about that. And as you mentioned, Norm, perceived value. So a lot of people, I saw a post yesterday in one of the Facebook groups and someone said, you know, I'm not sure what to do with this product. I've been selling it for a while. And, you know, at first it was really good. You know, there was only me and a couple of other competitors And now, you know, the market has really changed and there's a lot of competitors and everybody's competing on this $10 price point. And she said, you know, what should I do? Um, Should I give up on this product or should I, you know, take a different look at it? And and my response was, you should learn from this, Mm -hmm. right? Number one, did you differentiate in a way that allows you to control your price? Or did you just differentiate like everybody else did something really minor that the customer doesn't really care about and now you're stuck in a price war to the bottom? Or number two, did you, um, you know, are, are you able to come up with a new, instead of just rolling over, you know, and, and my friend, Aaron Cardovas always talks about this too, instead of just rolling over and and, and saying, oh, admitting defeat, right? What is something you could do? You already have the listing. You already have the rank. Couldn't you introduce a new variation of this product that's got a different, a better differentiation where you can control the price, right? And use that traction that you've already gained and you've already paid for, right? Don't just roll over to your competitors. Come back swinging and come out there and go. What could I introduce? So if you're in that position. What could you introduce for Q4 that would be absolutely incredible and would drive sales to your listings, like be really thinking about that. And we can use AI to be thinking about those ways where we could differentiate where it could matter to the customer. And I can give some examples of that if you'd like.
0: Let's do it. Yeah, let's get into it.
1: So, you know, honestly, Norm talked about perceived value, right? So sometimes just changing up your packaging for the season can give it a whole new look. Even if it's the same product, you could change up the packaging. You could make it a holiday gift box. You know, if your product is giftable like that, right? Um, mm-hmm. You could could change up the packaging and show that right on your main image. And to do packaging with AI is actually really easy. What I do is I go first into Chat GPT. And I will feed in um, different information. So, for example, I had a client that was making chocolates. And he's got a really famous, uh, you know, chocolate factory in New York. And he came to me and he said, Amy, I want to compete with Godiva. They're doing this little four-pack of chocolates, right? It's, It's beautiful. It's awesome. And my margins would be better if I could just sell four chocolates instead of, you know, Um, huge packs of chocolates. Right. And so he's like, you know, what can I do to compete? You know, and I looked at his packaging and it's basically just white with some gold embossing of his logo. Right. Nothing super special. Right. To be able to compete with Godiva. So I said to myself, okay, well, what little boxes do women get that they get pretty excited about? And that would be like a Tiffany box, right? It's iconic when you get one of those little first little thing boxes. I thought about. Yes, was your first? Yes, yeah. Tiffany. Yes, yep. exactly. If you get a Tiffany box as a woman, you're like, maybe even as a man, I don't know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but I mean it's really, really special. So what did I do? I went into ChatGPT GPT and I said. Hi, I, I own this company and I sell chocolates and um, Godiva, my a big brand, a huge competitor. You know, I, I want to compete with them. They're doing this. And I kind of described it. And I said, you know, I want to design a box that was inspired by the Tiffany box, the Tiffany brand, this little iconic blue box that they get. Um, and I said, you know, think of a new design for a chocolate box that's inspired by Tiffany and describe it in great detail. And I did that and ChatGPT came back with an amazing description. Mm -hmm. And I put that into MidJourney, simply copied and pasted that output into MidJourney, which is an AI image generation tool that works inside of a Discord server. Um, And the results were breathtaking. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, and I've done this with multiple products. So let's say, for example, I'll give you another example. So that's packaging. That's how you can up your packaging game. Right. But let's say you want to come up with a different variation of your product. You're in the price board to the bottom and you're like, what do I do? Right. So, um, I'll use an example. I was helping a client get into clutch purses because, um, you know, clutch purses are very popular, but we need something new and different because there's some big brands that you're competing with. You're competing with the Chanel's and the Michael Kors and all of that, right? So I took a, a huge article about what's trending in leather, um, in leather fashion for 2023. It was a huge article. It had so much information. There's no way me as a human could like understand that and apply it and, you know, come up with Ideas. So what I did is I fed the whole article into ChatGPT. At that time, I used a link reader, and I said, "Okay, here's the deal. Same thing. I want to get into creating these clutch purses. I'm this type of brand. I sell on these channels. Can you help me come up with five trending designs based on this article here um, that are going to be something new and different and completely, you know, in demand for this." Q4 season, right? And um I asked it to come up with five different designs and again describe it in great detail. And again, I just copied and pasted. This time I did both in Adobe as well as uh, Adobe Firefly as well as Midjourney. And Adobe Firefly actually came up with even better designs, more accurate for a longer prompt uh, mm-hmm. than Mid Journey. Midjourney is better with shorter prompts. So Um, So you may want to try both, Um, but the designs were incredible. And sure enough, I just got back from India and I was um, at, you know, sourcing there and checking out some really awesome suppliers. And there was a really great supplier of bags. And um, some of the stuff that they produced was exactly on trend with what I had designed with AI, and, you know, I asked them about, I showed them the designs and asked them about it. And they said, you know, oh, wow. Yeah, actually we have this recycled leather and we can print anything on it. And, um, you know, it was really, really awesome. So those are two examples of how you can use AI to up your product game. You know, we can use it across all of our other areas like PPC and stuff like that. And we can get into that listing optimization, of course. Um, but those, those are some ideas where, you might be able to come up with ideas much quicker and much more accurately than just trying to think of an idea on your own, right?
0: I uh, sometimes what I'll do is I'll download uh, my category list. Okay, so I'll, I'll just get my or my catalog list, and then I'll use Code Interpreter. I think they call it um, Advanced Analytics right now and I'll run it through. I'll ask it for tab formation Then Once they pump out that that PDF, I'll re-upload it and I'll ask it to uh, provide keywords. And all of a sudden you're taking this, it's table format, it's perfect so you can read. You know how, you know, it's all CSV files, right? So it's hard to read, but if you get a nice PDF and it gives you everything lined up in the tab, uh, uh, like in a table format, you can, it imports the images. You can actually change. If you do this uh, with Code Interpreter, you can actually change the images. And I would have normally gone to mid-journey, but you could change. Now, you can't do huge effects with it, but you can change them. Uh, and But what I really like about it is I can upload my competitors, and I can get it to give me some additional keywords that are in the back end because it gives you everything. Yeah. it gives you your back-end keywords everything that you're uh, indexing for and you can ask to uh, to provide you with more even more information and that's one of the things that we like to do just to see what you know what we can bring out of it and it's so simple so i mean if i if you're not using a code interpreter any of the listeners it's and if you're in chat gpt and you have chat gpt plus you go to settings and turn it on. It's probably the best feature out there, uh, except for some of the plugins. <laughs> like uh, for me, it's uh, 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 Zapier <sighs> saves. It's I mean it is a huge save, t- like a time saver. Yeah. But one of the other things, Amy, uh, have you ever done this? Have you ever asked ChatGPT that you've got a half hour or an hour a day? You want to learn something over an hour. It could be PPC. It could be anything. And could you create a course curriculum?
1: Yep. I yeah. do that with my Spanish. ChatGPT teaches me Spanish. Yes.
0: I did that with Python. And okay. It, it, like, I know nothing about Python, but I wanted to learn how to write code. And every day I got a 30 minute or it's an hour long session, and it's over three months. I graduated in three months, and you know, it's just something that ChatGPT did for me. But this is stuff that you can do, um, like outside of it. And yeah, I and I, I know I got to get to my uh, sponsor at the end of the, or actually, I'm over the time, but uh, I love, and maybe we'll come back on this, other LLMs like. Claude. And that's become probably equal to or better, uh, my go to than Uh, ChatGPT. But anyways, we'll leave it on that. Uh, We're at the bottom of the hour. And uh, by the way, if Marsha Reese, I just saw Tony uh, mention Marsha Reese. Um, Marsha, your name came up at at dinner last night. I was sitting beside Scott Cunningham. And anyways, uh, he brought up your name. So just, just coincidentally, I see you on the podcast today. Anyway, we have a great, really great giveaway today uh, from Amy. Uh, if you, This is the first time we've got a bunch of people listening for the first time. I can see it right now. Um, we have this thing called the Wheel of Kelsey, where we or our guest provides a giveaway. And it's a good one. It's a great one today. Uh, if you're interested, hashtag Wheel of Kelsey uh, or tag two people. You get a second entry. Yeah, Amy, what? Are you giving away?
1: I am giving away an all-access pass to our Q4 Mastery Summit. And we're also going to give away some live access passes today as well. And what was that last part? So we're going to give away an all-access pass to the Q4 Mastery Summit. And we're also going to give away some live access passes as well today.
0: There we go. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So if you're interested, uh, just hashtag wheel of Kelsey, tag two people, you'll get a second entry. Now, Kelsey, finger on the pulse, hit that button. Let's go. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by SureGo Marketing. Ready to take your brand to the next level on TikTok and Instagram? Shergo sure Marketing specializes in helping entrepreneurs and coaches build profitable brands on TikTok and Instagram and in less than 90 days. With Shergo sure Marketing, you can build your brand, create incredible video content, and increase leads without spending a single dime on ad spend. Visit SureGoMarketing.com today and elevate your brand. Now let's get back to the show. Okay, so a lot of the times you probably hear this, uh, that AI, so many people say AI, ChatGPT, AI, ChatGPT. And they don't consider any other LLMs or any other APIs that might be running off of ChatGPT or other, um, other models. Have you been experimenting or playing around with any of them?
1: Yes. I use Bing. I use, um, Google, uh, Bard, Bard. Thank you. <laughs> I said Bing and then Bard just like slipped my mind. Um, and I also use Claude. I use, um, I also use uh, Firefly, um, pretty much. And there's also so many other, there's like a, a traveling one that I yeah. use like for travels. There's, um, like Ellie AI for email. I yep. love, um, there's another one called, uh, I think it's right Sonic. Um, and then I've got a ton of like, um, Google Chrome plugins, like the file uploader for chat GPT. Yep. And then I also use another, uh, w- another Google Chrome plugin called voice in, which allows me to chat with my voice with any AI or anything across the internet, which is helpful. Cause then I don't have to type everything in. Um, so yeah, I pretty much, if it's out there, I'm, I'm playing around with it and doing something with it. There's some 3d generation, um, tools as well that I've played around with. Um, but I think my cores, my, my go-tos are pretty much bard, uh, clawed, uh, chat GPT and then, uh, firefly and Midjourney. Like those are my like daily, that's what I'm using every day.
0: Right, and those are all LLM models. They're not APIs tied into, well, ChatGPT. Uh, yeah. Sorry, the, uh, the illustration ones are. But uh, anyways, yeah, that that's great. And there's another one. I know Steve Wiedemann came on, and he gave us two uh, that are really cool. One is Genie, and the other one is, Kelsey, am I going to get this right? Is it Summarize, ChatGPT? and that it summarizes all uh, like it'll go to Bard, Bing, like all of them, and it'll just summarize each one. So, because each one is different, the output that you'll get. So uh, Kelsey, if you could just uh, put that in there, that would be fantastic.
1: And another one that I use all the time, like daily is Fathom. So Fathom works with Zoom. And it records every meeting that I have. It works with Zoom and Google Meet, and it's free. And it records every meeting and transcribes it and gives an AI summary. And often, when I'm doing um, sessions like this, if I'm interviewing someone, I'll just turn on my Fathom and then I will utilize that uh, script, that summary inside of ChatGPT. I'll throw it in there and say, hey, here's a summary of our conversation. Here's the person, here's their bio write me up a really great social media post, write me up a blog post about this. And it's like so wonderful to utilize those summarized conversations that you have. Uh, you know, it used to be, we would take Otter's output or whatever, yeah. and then, you know, we'd be like writing a blog about it. Well now you can combine those transcriptions um, with the use of like chat or another, um, uh, NLP model, right. That's going to easily turn that data into something that is super useful for you. The other thing I use all the time for videos, um, is pictory.ai. Um, it automatically, when you pull a video in, so if we pulled in this video, for example, after we are done recording it, we can pull it in. It'll automatically transcribe it. And then you can edit the video into reels or whatever with text. So let's say, you know, Norm says something really cool and I just want to put that into a reel. I literally can just highlight that and click add to highlights and it'll bring that over into the video. And um, and then I can add in captions, really great looking captions or whatever. I can change the format from to TikTok or whatever I want to do and then automatically export it. Uh, also what Pictory does is, uh, you could take your blogs, you can take any web link and turn it into a video. So I take my blogs and I turn them into YouTube videos to get more, um, traction on my YouTube videos. Uh, so I did one about like, how to file safety claims for Amazon sellers. And what it does, what Pictory does is it pulls from that blog. It creates a script automatically, and then it'll put stock video in there and you can change the stock video if you'd like right? Um, or you can just leave it be, right? Um, whatever it chooses. Um, and then you can preview it, you can add GIFs, whatever you want, you know, and captions, and then you can export it in, in different formats for use. So that's another really great tool that I love for yeah. everything from Amazon videos to, you know, social media, uh, video content to, you know, Putting my blogs on YouTube to get those extra, to get that extra SEO juice, which I know that Norm loves SEO juice. So,
0: (laughs) now we've uh, we've actually got uh, a bonus code or a discount code from Vikram uh, over at Pictory. Uh, He was on, and man, it's so powerful! It's such a great, you know, even my slides uh, when I do a presentation. I'll just throw the slides into Pictory and it'll come up. I was doing one for Walmart. It went really well, except they don't have it hundred percent yet. All my Walmart video turned into Costco, so I couldn't use it. <laughs> but, you know, it's just these small things you have to do. But like when you get it to repurpose, it's so great. And like he was telling me um, for people that produce content, so let's say that you forget a question. Mm-hmm. Type in the question. And then it'll take you and it'll just fill you in. So what I like about what you're talking about with Pictory or even with con- and content in general, listeners for like if you're an Amazon seller, Walmart seller, any type of seller, you can start generating content. And it yeah. can be really super easy content. You can type it in. You don't have to be the spokesperson. In in Pictory, by the way, I think they have, I don't know, they've got a whack it's, of voices. That yes, AI
1: voices. So I did this with a cat blog that I had about yeah. you know, how to care for your, um, how to clip your cat's nails, I think it was, on, which is like a hot topic, right? Um, so I did the research to see which of my blogs would get – as I'm throwing things over here. Don't mind me. I'll do that like, with
0: my coffee. This <laughs> Just a sec.
1: Get rid of it. Get a fresh one, everybody. <laughs> but so, you know, um, I, I lost my track of thought here. Uh, but either way, um, I was doing I took this blog, I brought it into Pictory. And, um, you know, first I did the research on YouTube to see which one would be good you know, and it automatically applied all, all of the stock videos. Right. And then because I didn't want to read, I didn't want to do a voiceover. Yeah. Um, it just takes the text at the bottom and you can just apply an AI voice and you can listen to the different AI voices yeah. and they're actually like some of them pretty are good, really good. Yeah. yeah. So if it's just, you know, you're just trying to provide an educational video in this case, it was, you know, how to clip your cat's nails or, you know, how to introduce a new cat to the family it's something that people would enjoy watching. Plus, they'd rather watch somebody, a stock video of somebody petting a cat during that, you know, during the reading of the education than watch me talking, you know? Right. (laughs) So I think it's a really great way to provide content. But at the same time, I think that the future, because of AI and because so much content is going to be able to be created so quickly, uh, I think that the future growth, belongs to people that establish that personal connection and put themselves out there. Like Kelsey was talking about on Monday with his TikTok growth, right? Like actually putting yourself out there and uh, connecting with people, that's going to go a long way. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't use AI to create great content and, you know, increase uh, your traffic, but um, for long-term growth, You should have a face because a face is going to matter eventually uh, because so much content is just going to get pushed out, you know, now that you can automate it completely with Zapier and the different APIs. Yeah. It's it's just.
0: What do you think about this, Amy? So I've been approached so many times. We have filters now that just take anything, what I think is AI, and it goes to trash. I don't even look at it, you know, if it's generic AI. So if there's no thought, if somebody hasn't customized the prompt and they've just done something like with a simple prompt um, and you know, it. it ta- what are some of them? Uh,
1: Unleash, unlock. Un- yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's uh, like, I will delve, delve at GDM, anything like, the, stop saying unleash and unlock. That's lame. Like,
0: And yeah, that's, and you can put that into a custom command, you know, and just have it yeah. saved there. Don't use Delve. Yeah. Or I got you. As soon as I see I got you, those are, those, they're gone. But, you know, but there's certain things, but here's what I'm thinking, is that, and you probably could do this, but because things are getting... I'd call it perfection, right? You can have a casual tone. You can have whatever tone, any tone that you want. You can have it act as anything. But where I think things are going to happen is when people see the human element and they mess up. So when you're reading a blog and there is that human element, which is messing up, it could be spacing, it could be something, because... Everybody's going to be used to watching something perfect. The pattern interrupt, I think, in marketing is going to be that human element that you're just talking about, where it's a real human rather than AI. And that could be the first paragraph where it might, or it could be an image that is not going to be like, ah, can't hear you. Let me try putting these in. (laughs) There. Now, what I have to do, there is a, I do a system here. I flip the beard over so you can't see my headphones. And there you go. Oh, now now I can hear you.
1: Uses for the beard.
0: There are uses for the beard.
1: I like it. I like it. You could even, you know, braid the cord into the beard and go for a new look.
0: Isabella or... Ritz. Every time I see Isabella, she's braiding my beard. So
1: I I started that trend in Australia, remember? You
0: did. <laughs> Actually, you did. So, but uh, what are your thoughts on that? Because everybody, for the most part, sees ChatGPT as a quick way to just get off the, like just to do content. I'm finding like to get that prompt, like you were talking about, it takes a hell of a lot of time. Mm. I can save it and I can refer back to that prompt. But once I have it, it takes time. But that human element is still big time.
1: So I completely agree. And if I'm going to use a generic chat GPT output that hasn't been, you know, that isn't in from one of my conversations, and I'll give a tip on this. um, But if I'm going to do that, I'll often just say, you know, like the other day, Nate Ginsburg was talking about how he's launching a new podcast or relaunching one of his old podcasts, something like that. And he was saying, you know, which names should I do? And I didn't really like any of the names. And so I fed his post into chat GPT and I said, I really don't, I don't like any of these names. It doesn't make me want to tune in, you know, like um, write me some names based on this post that would be actually like would get the user interested to check out that podcast. Right. That would be right in the title, short, sweet, whatever. And it put out, you know, a really great, you know, so this was more of a custom prompt, right? Because I was feeding in his post and I love to do that. Yeah. Um, but, and I also love to do that with books. So like I had another lady um, that uh, she was asking about, uh, she was having troubles with her teenage daughter. And I've read this book called Untangled and it's such a good book for relationships with, um, with between moms and teenagers and especially teenage girls, right? Um, And so I asked ChatGPT, I fed in her post, and I said, are you familiar with the book Untangled? And ChatGPT said, yes, it's a book about blah, 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 right? And I said, okay, help me respond to her post based on advice from this book, some things that she can do. And so it wrote me this custom response um, based on that. But what I like to do when I'm utilizing AI for this is I like to say, so when I commented on Nate's post, I said, you know, I didn't really like any of these options and I, you know, I really want to support. So I put it into AI and here's what it came up with. And then I gave it, you know, uh, the, the blurb, because I feel like you should just be upfront, you know, like if, if you're not going to add that additional human touch and you're just going to grab it right out of chat GBT, then you should say that, you know, you should say, this is, you know, I wanted to, I was curious about this. I asked for help with this from AI. Um, I feel like that's a little bit better than just like blindly doing it, you know, but, um, but overall I agree with you, Norm. I think the human element is really good. And then, you know, you can also use AI to really supercharge your responses. Uh, Yes.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. But like, I'm just talking about in the future when, so many people are going to be on it that you're going to be able to tell, like, it's going to be, I I don't want to say perfection, but it's going to, there's not going to be any errors. Like I, I look at blogs and I go, Oh yeah, they, they messed up here. Okay. Oh yeah. There's extra spacing there. Why didn't they have somebody edit it? And I think those are the things that matter of fact, you know what I should, I should experiment and, uh, create a prompt where it's uh, it doesn't work perfectly like mm. in, in imperfection make small imperfections that won't wreck up my seo yeah and see what it says it could be a small spelling mistake it could be um,
1: people i've i've definitely seen people do that before um
0: in, in ai yeah you mean it's not original oh
1: <laughs> i'm sorry norm
0: <laughs> i i thought i had an epiphany
1: you know, I, I, I see this question from Simon about is there an AI tool that would scrape our Amazon reviews so we could use them on our Shopify site? And um, and I am thinking about, you know, there's many cases when we're all looking for AI tools, but there's actually Shopify plugins that automatically bring in your Amazon reviews um, so and show that they're verified and all of that um so sometimes an AI tool isn't the best answer. Sometimes a regular tool is is the best answer. And you know like norm what you were saying about um you know imperfections and you're thinking like why isn't somebody just editing this blog, you know? And you could use AI for that, but also there's great tools that already exist like Grammarly which will, you know, catch those little things yeah. and you know, and even like pictory when it comes to videos, it removes the ums and the ahs automatically for you. The short silences, you just click a little toggle and it does it for you like that. So I think that it's important to have a balance and not, not necessarily try to find an AI answer for everything because some of the regular tools do it just as well. Yeah. What do you think?
0: Yeah, no, I, they're... They're already made, and even people are using uh, what's. Come on, Norm. Kels, what's the name of the company? We've got um, we got Jasper, but what's uh, the other company that came on? And they're oh phrase. Like they're all tied in to uh, ChatGPT, but the reason why, uh, especially with Jasper, you get such a great answer is because of their prompting. But it is already, I mean, that is AI generated. And then when you go to phrase, this is what I like about phrase, is that it mind maps. So it'll go out there. It's like answer the public. If you type in your keyword, it'll come back with the top results of the question. So you get the same mind map as you would in answer the public. But when you click on it, it goes to the number one rated blog article for that keyword with all those different questions. and then. You ask it to summarize or create a, a blog article to beat it. But for me, what we found, and I know Hayden, uh, my other son, uh, he does a lot of content uh, writing for us as well, but he still has to jump in there because the summarizing is a good research tool, you know, and that's it. It's a good research tool. Yeah. But, um, these are all tied in. These are APIs that go back to some language model, large language model, LLMs, and um, but so keep that in mind. You know, if you're looking, uh, if it's if there's an API, a lot of the times you don't even know that there's an API. You so know?
1: can I ask you a tough question about oh, your opinion? God.
0: Is it about, about the beard?
1: It's 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 not related to the oh, beard. Okay. But you know, let's let's bring it back to Q4 and talk about PPC, right? And okay. you know, Ritu Java has been like the queen of teaching us how to optimize our PPC with AI. Um, and talking about Q4, you know, PPC during Q4, we gotta, we gotta prepare if we're going to look at our listings and we're going to see, you know, what are our seasonal things, all of that. Right. Um, And we are going to start ranking for some of those gifting keywords, stuff like that. Like time to start meow, like right after this Q4 mastery summit, you guys are going to come, you're going to learn how to do all this stuff. And even uh, we've got people coming to teach you how to optimize your listing for Google to get extra traffic. Um, We're talking about, tons of like external traffic. So there's, there's so many great things that you can learn for just organic things that I promise you haven't heard before um, because I'm learning them for the first time and I'm like at all these events. Right. Um, so the, the important thing is that you're utilizing these tools to make your life easier. Right. So my question for you, Norm, and and Kevin King and I were talking about this the other day is what do you think is going to happen when everybody's using AI to optimize their PPC and the AI tools and even Amazon integrates? Amazon's already integrating AI into Seller yep. Central. What do we think when what do we think is gonna happen? We already saw what happened to all the copywriting agencies, <laughs> like they're struggling hard, right? Um, my copywriting orders have just gone. Psh, You know, um, so now when I have people booking calls with me, it's to discuss AI and how do you, can you train my team, how to use AI and can you help me with this listing? And we'll write it in five minutes with AI, you know? Um, but you know, now my, my consulting has changed and people aren't ordering listings anymore because they're, they're doing that themselves or they're coming to me for help with that. But, uh, I think that, and and Kevin was talking about how he predicted too, that, um, some of these agencies that are not using AI to optimize PPC and to um, reduce their costs, reduce their manpower, all of that, um, that they will end up either being replaced by a tool that does it better Mm -hmm. because now our tools can think and make better recommendations and decisions than they used to be able to, right? Um, I don't know. What do you think about that? Do you think that PPC is uh, first copywriting went, you know, Uh, and there's still a place for copywriting agencies. You know, I still do copywriting work for like people who need funnels built and who want new language for like their websites and stuff like that. Um, I use AI to help me, but, but, you know, I also have that background and that knowledge of what works for different industries. But what do you think? Who do you think they're coming for? How do you think AI is coming for next in the e-commerce industry? Do you think it's, it could be PPC?
0: Well, I think history is going to repeat itself. So if you go back and you look, there's so many examples, but this is one that comes to mind, is that uh, when uh, the car came into effect, right, the motorized vehicle, there was a lot of carriage, like wooden carriage uh, companies that said it could never replace it. And guys like Chrysler or Pontiac, I forget which one it was, they were in that business. And they were the first to cross over the line to get into this. And they went ahead and 9 out of 10 of the carriage companies went dead unless they adopted. You know, and I think that's going to happen here, too. If you're not on it and you don't even have the buzzword AI in your, uh, you know, your company's description people are going to just look you over because you're not going to be as good as. So I I think PPC is going to definitely be, uh, uh, be targeted. And I don't have, I don't even, I guess it's who's prompting or whose business model is better when it gets down to it. So Mm -hmm. it's really interesting to see right now uh, uh, the PPC models that are coming out we're using a few different ones and they are acting differently. Yeah. But they're coming off the same language model, right? Yeah. So it's just who's the engineer behind it that's doing all
1: the prompting. Yeah. So yeah. And gonna I think be that interesting. that's also gonna evolve over time. But yes, it's yeah. really interesting. I mean I think like you said every company is going to have to pivot in some way. And that's why when I just got done speaking on AI at Alibaba's co-create conference this last week um i had so many even big companies coming up to me going can you train my team can we work with you like how do we get because they've realized the gravity of not utilizing ai for automation product development we talked about you know even brian williams was talking about how he's completely automated the print on demand process where he's having prompts that are creating new images and they're automatically um, being uploaded to his Shopify store, create the t-shirts and the the pod uh, stuff and it automatically uploads the new products to his Shopify store. So he's completely automated the process of not only creating designs in different niches, but actually adding those to t-shirts and stuff and uploading to his Shopify store. So when we think about What's going to happen in e commerce when we think about what is going to happen with search? You know, we see Google always leads the way. The way I learned Amazon's A9 algorithm was by reverse engineering Google's because there wasn't a lot of information about A9, but Google publishes all of their information. And so I used that to test out all of those theories because I was writing listings, right? So I was able to see like what's ranking me, what's not, what's getting me to Amazon Choice badges, what's not, right? and um and that was you know really my my fascination and obsession for a while and now my new obsession is learning okay it's watching the changes seeing what's going on in search and google's leading the way by completely changing their search up now search isn't just text anymore search is now images search is now videos Um, You know, we see all these people building chat bots for their website that actually pull videos. Paul Barron has one where it pulls every video that he's ever done and shows that exact clip of what he said in answer to a specific question, right, that you ask his bot. And these bots are easy to build, right? So these kinds of things, this is what your competitors are doing. And, and it's important to know what's available and know you know and stay on top of it. That's why we did our first AI business summit and we'll do another one, uh, a follow up to really just keep people on top of this. But we've got to pay attention. We have to know what's available. And I think all of us, if we're whether we have product based businesses, service based businesses, or like Norm and I, a little bit of both, um, we need to make sure that we're looking at how can we utilize. AI crossed those businesses and how can we be the example instead of being essentially left behind?
0: Right. Okay, just looking at the time. Uh, Kels, let's have a couple of questions. I don't know if we can get to all four.
2: Okay. Uh, first one is from Tony. A local supplier sent me his price list and catalog. Could I, for example, put this into Catchy PT to sort the hundreds of items to get the ones with the most potential?
1: I don't know what he means
0: by
2: Catchy PT.
0: I don't either. Is that a is that an app, Tony? Uh,
2: I'm not sh- yeah, Tony. If you could clarify, that would be great. Um, mark that
0: down to take a look at it, if it is.
2: All right. I don't know if we'll have enough time for this question either, uh, but from AMZ Elite Amy there is a conversation on the BDSS WhatsApp about TikTok are you able to quickly run through shop ads influencers how is it all connected what can be done on a post or influencer posts or is there somewhere you can
1: maybe so direct them to I think that I'm I'm currently um onboarding as a TikTok partner um so I will be Giving you guys a ton of information about that. What you should know, I'll just give a quick tip about TikTok shop and then let's do another episode where we just cover TikTok in depth. And I know Kelsey is my hero. He's got tons of stuff to say about that. Um, so you know, but the one tip that I will give you is know that for TikTok shop, you do not have to be the one selling your products you can actually set up a TikTok shop and make it available to all of the influencers who are on TikTok who can then sell your products for you you can also set up like approvals and stuff that you only want certain influencers in certain areas or you know niches um but That is something that's really cool. That's going on with TikTok shop. Now the, um, in terms of just still sharing exactly what, um, what Kelsey's doing with lunch with Norm deals, right? LWN deals. Um, he's just sharing Amazon affiliate links and you can still do that, right? You can still share. Links. Um, So there's a difference between TikTok shop where it's right inside of TikTok and you actually scroll up, you add to cart, you check out online right there. And that can be sold by you or it can be sold by an influencer that adds your product to their shop. Um, uh, Or you can continue just posting links um, to, you know, Amazon listings, stuff like that. Um, So that is, that's my tip for you And hopefully we can do another episode where it's all all TikTok all the time because there's lots of great stuff.
0: There we go.
2: All right. Uh, From Neil, how can I use AI to come up with innovative differentiations for existing products? Would Bard be better because ChatGPT uses older information?
1: I love this. So, um, wish I was Mark Cuban. (laughs) I love this. Um, I wish I was Mark Cuban some days too. Um, <laughs> he is—he's one of my favorites because he said um, if he lost all of his billions, he would—he might not be able to get it all back, but he said he could get a job in sales and he could at least earn a million back. So that's the importance of learning how to sell. Um, but speaking of that, I kind of gave this example earlier today of how you know I talked about. Um, the how maybe you're you're in a price war your competitors are you know really coming in on you and I gave the example of how you could upgrade your packaging or how you could you know like I gave the the clutch purse example um, I'm doing that constantly so what I'll tell you is that Chat GPT goes in and out of reading links and when it comes to innovation Chat GPT for me for product innovation has actually been more innovative and descriptive and accurate, right? Now, BARD, what's great about BARD is that, yes, it's currently updated with the web, but sometimes if it's not coded in a way where you can really continue the conversation and get in-depth it may not be as helpful for you. So what I would do if I were you, Mark Cuban, (laughs) is I would put both of them to the test. So I often bring up both. I'll bring up Bing, Bard, and ChatGPT, and I'll throw the same prompts into them and see like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, what did that come up with? right? And then let's say Bard comes up with something cool. Um, then I can kind of feed that back into ChatGPT and say, okay, well, what about this? Could you expand on this? And then don't forget, Mark, that you can um, also utilize the plugins. So, ChatGPT does have plugins like link readers, PDF readers, all that kind of stuff. You can add a file. There's all sorts of stuff that you can do um, to make ChatGPT accurate up to today, right? Um, up until now. Um, So that's something else to think about. Norm, you got anything to add there?
0: No, I think that's good. Um, You've covered it all. All right, Kels, let's get to the last question. And
2: from Chuck, uh, what is the new name for code interpreter in ChatGPT? Seems it doesn't exist anymore. Oh,
0: no, code interpreters uh, change. So you go to settings, you go to beta features, and it is advanced, uh, just a sec here.. Ah, stupid. Let me see. Advanced data to... analyst. And that's Code interpreter. Ah, there we go. Does that make sense? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, yeah, sorry about that. I keep I don't usually have these earphones and I keep hitting the, uh, the wire.
1: And another thing about TikTok and the Q4 Mastery Summit, we actually have Norman Kelsey coming and talking about how to work with influencers and and that kind of stuff. And we also have Gracie Ryback coming to talk about TikTok Shop and TikTok growth. So you can definitely um, take advantage of that as well and learn that stuff during the Q4 Mastery Summit.
0: Very good. Okay, I think that's it. It for now, you got about 30 seconds to add um, hashtag wheel of Kelsey or tag two people to enter for the prize today. And Amy, once again, what is the prize?
1: So we are giving away one all access pass to the Q4 Mastery Summit. And we are going to give away a few live access passes to the Q4 Mastery Summit.
0: All right, very good. Okay, uh, oh, I guess one the last thing is how do people get a hold of you?
1: Oh, well, you guys can always find me at amazingathome.com or you can follow my alias, amazing at home, across all the, the Facebooks, the Instagrams, the TikToks, the YouTubes, you know, all the, the LinkedIns, the places. So <laughs> the easiest way to find me is by my alias amazing at home or visit me at amazingathome.com. If you want me to look at your listing for free, I love looking at listings. I'm a nerd about this stuff. So, you know, if you just want my opinion on something, I have a little listing form. You can just go to amazing at home.com and click on services. And underneath there, you'll see free listing review and you can click there. Just fill out a quick form and I'll send you a confidential video of me going through your listing And, you know, having fun. So and just giving you some tips. Maybe you're doing everything right. And I'm just going to completely praise you. But either way, hopefully it helps you.
0: Okay. And I do see just quickly with Chuck. uh, Chuck, you have to have uh, GBT Plus. Uh, If you don't, then you're not going to see this. Uh, These are beta features, by the way. So just if you open it up, left-hand side, go to your account. So it'll be your email address. And when that opens up, you're going to see Settings. Click Settings. And then you're going to see three, uh, uh, three tabs on the left. It'll be General Beta Features and Data Controls. Uh, in the, under Beta Features, uh, you should see Plugins. You can turn that on. But you should also see Advanced Data Analysis. And that's, um, that should be there. If it's not, it would, it, it'll be there shortly. Okay, so Kelsey, let's uh, go to a sponsor. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by Rebade. Attention sellers and brand owners want to reach more shoppers and boost sales. Rebade's platform connects sellers with shoppers seeking great deals on new products. They make it easy to offer promotions, handle rebates, and ensure seamless redemptions. With countless reviews from satisfied customers, Rebate is the go-to solution to increase your sales. Visit rebade.com today and start reaching more shoppers. Now let's get back to the show. All right? are we ready? It's the Wheel of Kelsey. All
2: right, here's the Wheel of Kelsey.
0: It's time for the Wheel of Kelsey. Okay, lots of entries today. Anytime, Kelsey, you could just tune in anytime.
2: And let's see who today's winner is.
0: It looks like Stan. Stan is the winner of the. Full uh, congrats.
2: And then we're just going to spin quickly twice for the others.
1: Do it three times. Three, three times. times.
2: Okay. okay. All right. So this is for the live access. Um, we've got. Ooh, uh, hypology.
0: Okay. The one. That was pretty close.
2: That was, yeah. Sorry, Redbeard. Oh, we got Stan again. I'm gonna...
0: Okay, we'll forget that.
2: All right, so we got two more to spin. Next one is
0: Tom! Ames the
2: Elite. Okay, and final one. Let's see who the winner is. It is.
0: Uh, Amar. Amar. There we go.
2: All right. Congratulations. So if you are the winner, please email me k at lunchwithnorm.com. Again, Stan was the big winner uh, with the full access. And uh, Hypology, AMZ Elite, and Amar were the live access winners.
0: Oh, I, hey, I just saw. Uh, Red Beard asking about the RSV peeling for the 500th episode, which we'll talk about in a second. But Amy, thank you so much for coming on. We will definitely be coming on and talking about TikTok Shop uh, once that's all set up. And um, yeah, hopefully we'll see you on the 500th episode.
1: Yes, and Norm, thank you for having me. Thanks everybody for being so engaging today. And don't forget that Norm and Kelsey have... A coupon code for you to get 50% off the Q4 Mastery Summit. So you can use code NORMQ4 or code KELSEYQ4 at amazingathome.com forward slash Q4 to get 50% off either ticket. So
0: either
1: way, everybody's a winner, right?
0: (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. All right, Amy. Thanks a lot. Great talking with you. Want more great information? Don't forget to subscribe by clicking here. Also, If you want to check out our latest podcast, click over here.